0: This is Biggie, and you're listening to the best of the new day. Feel the power on Spotify. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Ooh. <sighs> Welcome to the greatest podcast of all time
1: which is entitled, The New Day. Feel the
2: power. yeah.
1: I am Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed.
0: I am Big E, formerly known as Big E Langston, but one day I showed up to work and my name, my last name was snatched from me out of nowhere. And I have to live my life like this without a last name, but you've already heard this diatribe a time or two before, so I'll just leave it at that.
2: (laughs) And I am Kofi Kingston.
0: Mm. And today, today, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) we bring you a man, a good man. Yes. A strong man. Yes. A man that is fluent Mm, in English, Arabic, and French. A man that has wrestled around the globe. Around
2: the world. A man that has been working for what
0: seems to be about forty-five years, but is somehow only 36. (laughs) A man that we lovingly call coach. Coach Mm. Sabai. Yes. In our hearts. In our hearts? Mm -hmm. A man that brings such great joy to the locker room. Happiness. A man who, upon his return, I leapt about my seat, mm. and I sprinted towards him, mm. and I put my arms
1: around him and hugged him close. Meet on meet. Ladies and gentlemen, I gift you
0: a living legend. His name is Sammy.
3: Scene. Oh my God! Yes, that's the best intro I'll ever get in my life. Wow! <laughs> oh wow. My it is. God. It is. Yeah. yeah. I don't what know where to go from
1: there. Woo! Mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate you being on. It's just—it's
3: good Welcome, to see you.
2: Sam. It's good to see that face, it's Sam.
3: Great to see you guys. Mm-hmm. I really missed you. Look at your beard, looking thick
2: too. Look at you.
3: Yeah. it eh? is. stick, man. I'm jealous. I think maybe I should, tr- I don't know, should I trim it a little Absolutely bit? Absolutely not. Not at all. Trim it no. a little for bit. For I, why? I don't know. I draw the line if I'm eating and I sometimes will eat my beard. Mm. You know, does that ever happen to you? No, my facial hair doesn't grow like that. No, no. no. Right? It's not, it, well, it's not pleasant. You're trying to get a mouthful of whatever. Salad. You got to make sacrifices though. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. See website for details.
1: Many people refer to you as the Larry David of the locker room because
3: there's wait, many, many who are these many people. There are many, many I have maybe heard it once. Yeah.
2: Me for sure. Yeah, yeah I'm, me well. I'm there. That's all that's everybody in the room. Three three is many. That's everybody in the room right now. <laughs> you, <know? laughs>
1: you have this, this innate ability to be able to take whatever topic that it's being spoken about and you have something that's hilarious to say about it, or you're just able to riff on
3: it. Like, have you, have you always been like this? I just think it's like, you know, there's a lot of things that we just steamroll over. Right. But if you really stop and you can expand on anything and everything's kind of interesting, you know what I mean? hundred percent. It's true. Right. I mean, we, we, we say these things and we just move on, but like, hang on a sec, let's, let's talk about this. Right. And then you you delve into a whole whole world of fun.
0: But it's even even the way you you would tell stories. What was the story about? There was like a bagel uh and your friend like is it what Arthur Calamitas? Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody, knows. Yeah. Everybody
4: knows. Yeah. I <laughs>
3: Yes. <laughs> like, you have <laughs> heard his name enough times to know it's Arthur Cal- what, what Was it Arthur Kella? You know it. <laughs> I'm just
0: saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, the way you tell stories, and you're also, like myself, a big Seinfeld fan, hmm. uh, a big fan of Larry David as well. So yeah. I I feel like uh, I can't think of anyone in my life that I've ever met that is more <laughs> Larry David
3: what. I'll tell you, I don't know if I love that comparison because there are times... I watch the show, and he is infuriating, and then you <laughs> know, I'm like, my God, I, I'm not sure I want to be taken in that way. He, there are times, especially in the earlier episodes, because, you know, just very similar to Seinfeld, Curb your Enthusiasm, I think, the longer it goes on, it, it gets a little more, you know, ridiculous or whatever, and the first few seasons are very, I don't know, more reality-based or whatever. But especially in those first early seasons, it's like he makes a mountain of a molehill sometimes, which, again, I'm looking at my Oh, yeah. I feel like you're pausing and you're
2: waiting for be like, oh, no, that's no. not you. Yeah. <laughs> just, just agreeing in silence. Yes, yes. Go on. Continue, continue,
3: he'll do these things and you're watching and you're like, why are you doing this? Stop it. Just stop it. Behave like a human. <laughs> Cut me off any here. No. No. Yeah. No. So there's times when as much as I love the show, and I think it's comedic genius and whatever uh, there are times I feel like I can't watch, especially back in the DVD days, you'd pop in the DVD and you'd watch a, you know, season three or whatever. I I couldn't watch six episodes of that back to back. It's too much. It's he he stresses me out, Mm -hmm. which once again, I I think (laughs) (laughs) maybe (laughs) it's like, it's like wrestling matches though. Like no
2: people don't usually like watch their own stuff. You know, so it's understandable <laughs> that you don't like to watch. That's why <laughs> I can't stand
3: watching myself. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're me talking about the match. Okay, I was there, you know? I experienced it. I don't need to watch it over again. Well, there are times, you know, when I watch him, I would often find myself agreeing with him. So I do see that myself, <laughs> there are there is a bit of an overlap. Uh, and I think with the hand gestures too, I think is part of the comparison there, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. But I feel like for the most part, it's a comedy uh, because yeah. like,
1: even, even if you're so if we keep on curb, even if you're watching it, like you're sucked in and you're interested. So there have been times where I've walked into the locker room and people are having a conversation and I'm not in the conversation and... Uh, it's something I hear it, but it's like, ah, I'm, I'm fine. I don't need to be in there, but I can leave and come back. And then you're in the conversation and all of a sudden it's a completely different vibe. All of a sudden everyone's standing up, looking at you like, what are you, what? And you're moving around. You're grabbing people in arm bars. You're locking up with people. I'm grabbing you. I'm, grabbing
3: you. I'm grabbing you. In that arm bar.
1: <laughs> it's you. Uh,
3: yeah. I don't know, man. I like a good lively debate. I like fun. I like, um, I don't know, man. I... I just don't think things need to be other, you know, sometimes some things can be very monotonous. So for example, when we're on these European tours or whatever, it can be sometimes, you know, everyone's tired and the bus is quiet and whatever. And look, there's times I want quiet. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I like, uh, I like a little bit of, you know, but that's, but that's also, like, you know, cause I like the people I'm around when, if I don't like the people, like, then I don't want to be involved. And, you know, as you were saying that about a conversation, this may be one of the little differences when you were talking about hearing a conversation and it's, kind of interesting but you're like oh whatever I'm not part of that conversation I like to get in that conversation <laughs> <laughs> <I> too <don't know. laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not subtle about it I just like rub my hands I'm like, what are we talking about <laughs> let me in I want to be a part <laughs> of it I announce, I announce my entry
2: into the conversation and you get in uh, that reminds me of a time I don't know if you remember this but so when we went to Alaska and uh you know how you can take a cup of water and then you throw it up in the air if it's cold <laughs> enough, it automatically turns into like, <laughs> so it turns yeah. into just like, you know, uh, snow or whatever or, or mist or whatever. And uh, we're out there trying to do it and we're trying to film something legit for like dot .com. Oh, this it's I supposed to be it. like, oh, the new days in Alaska, they're doing this. And then you come out the door and then you just kept like getting <laughs> in the video. And I think the only footage that we ended up getting was you in there with us, just like yucking it up. But I think I remember at the time you're like, okay, so, we're trying to shoot this. Like oh okay, and you were just like in the video inserting yourself. You know,
4: I, I want like, to it. I feel like
3: I have a vivid recollection, and I don't know if I'm making this up, but I feel like there may be video footage of me actually saying, "Wait, wait, let me go." Yes. <laughs> like yes. no, don't yes. exclude me from this. I want. Yes. I want to be a part of this. Yes, so bad. <laughs> We were trying. We were, we were gonna do one with you, and then yes. do one after. But you were like, "Oh, are you doing it? You're doing it? You're doing it?" <laughs> Yeah, I want to be a part of the, I it's want to be a so part good. of the fun. I, I, I like the fun, man. And you know, I, not for nothing, but now that, uh, you know, this, all this COVID stuff and everything, and then the locker rooms and, and me not being at work for all these months. And what, what, were one, what was one of my big rants on these tour, tours was always, man, we got to enjoy this now, because we're not all going to be together for, for, you know, forever. The locker room changes, everything changes. Now COVID has changed the game a little bit. Uh, and I miss that man. I want to go on tour. I want to be on the bus with you guys. I want to yeah. laugh. I want to. I want to throw Woods in an armbar while we're waiting for <laughs> while we're waiting for our luggage to come on the charter. I mean, those are those are really precious, precious memories for me. Precious times with the armbar.
1: I, I always love them because I took me I don't know maybe five or six years to realize this about you, but you'd say a joke and I'd, I'd always kind of chuckle you know, but I realized whoever was laughing the least or not laughing at all, (laughs) you would physically get closer to them and like repeat it. And then you would do it X amount of times until you were right up on them. And that's when you grab them in an arm bar and you start So you make them laugh at something. So it like validates the joke. You (laughs) It's probably my favorite thing about you because I can just see it. Like the anxiety of someone not laughing. Like, uh, uh, I gotta put them in an arm bar and then it's all good. And I I love
3: that. I love it so much. I think oh, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> uh, I so, but you were the one who pieced that together. I didn't know that, and when you're saying it now, I'm like, kind of like, who is this insecure loser? <laughs> no, who no. Laugh at my joke? Oh god, they're not laughing. <laughs> Let me physically accost them.
0: You're learning a lot about yourself, <laughs> aren't you? Yeah, you yeah. Really are. This is what our podcast oh. is. It's a therapy session
3: no but it's funny okay so wwe but joining wwe made me really aware of so many of my own actions because okay so uh i came in and you were there obviously woods and you were just leaving developmental but bill Demott era nxt or developmental fcw and it was the big mantra was like perception is reality perception is reality so and and uh even though i was 28 when i got there i don't think i was a fully mature person in in some ways uh and I don't think I was fully aware of how I i had my interpretation of what I thought I was. But then there's also like, oh, wait, people don't agree with that <laughs> assessment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see myself one way and other people are seeing me in a very different way. And, uh, and it was astounding a little bit because it made me a lot more uh, aware of how, I don't know, my actions are perceived by people who are not me you know because i don't know. i don't know i know I, I, maybe maybe this arm bar thing is, is lumped in there somehow with all that <laughs>
1: but I, I think that's great Oh, sorry go go ahead Ethan. so how did you perceive yourself then that
0: was different than how people perceived you
3: well just for example uh what what i might perceive as like fun loving or whatever like hey let's have some good chat on the bus might be like man this guy's annoying right? Or what I might see is like when I'm trying to put a match together is like a a passion or a perfectionist, whatever might be like this guy's insufferable. And who cares? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's just a different viewpoint. And I always just look through my own lens. But being surrounded with all these different people with different point of views, uh, starts making you look at yourself through their lens. And you're like, Oh, How about that?
1: (laughs) Is that because like being such an introspective person, that's something that you enjoy. Cause like you said, so you were, you were 28 when you signed. Um, So I I was 25 and I I felt the same exact thing as I spent years on the roster around so many people who all wanted the same goal, but were literally all from different places, all did different things to get here. I went through that same thing of, of seeing how other people saw me and realizing not that like, there's like something wrong with me, but like understanding how, not to rub people the wrong way and still be myself and do that. Like, what was that process like for you? Do you feel like you're like, you're obviously feel more mature now, but like, what was that transition like for you?
3: Actually, it's funny because now that you mention it, I, I remember you pulling me aside pretty early when I was going through some growing pains there, uh, with my new surroundings a little bit, because, you know, I don't know, again, on the independence, it's just a bit of very different mindset. It very much is like we're all buddies and we're all just doing this and they, there's like a very, very slight, uh, there, it's not, I wouldn't really call it a competitive nature. I mean, everybody wanted to do good and have great matches, but it's not like you viewed the other person as a threat. And I think when you come to WWE, especially back then, very different now, but back then you were almost taught, it fostered a bit of a, of a culture wherein the person next to you is not your friend. He's your, he's your threat. He's a threat to your success, which isn't. Accurate, but it was, you know, it's whatever it was kind of the culture at the time. So I remember struggling with that because I'm here to have fun and let's all be friends and let's all have great matches and let's do this. And I'm getting something different from what I used to get in return. And I remember you pulling me aside and being like, look, man, I was the same way. I was like you, but crazier. I was a nut. I was laughing, joking, crazy, bouncing off the wall. I was like, you know, you were you were just you almost described yourself as just like spastic and like out of 10 all the time right? And you were like, I had to learn to tone it down. And I had to learn to put on this armor or this facade to coexist or to, or to succeed within this framework. So I remember that. That really struck a chord with me because it was a little disheartening. And it was a little yeah. like a not to I feel like I really brought this down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a real good. thing because yeah, like you yeah. said, it's, it's it's much different now than it was. And so like in order to to vibe in that kind of environment, like you have to turn into a chameleon at times. And then once you're once you're there and you feel like you've got a foothold, now you can come out and be like,
3: ha, this is me. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm <hard> yeah here. <laughs> totally, totally. But you can't and this is uh, I think what has followed me around, this is definitely what's followed me around for a long time without really me connecting the dots and WWE's revert, I finally started kind of connecting the dots. But if I actually trace back my behavior for years, it has been a lot of like too comfortable, too quick. And that's just not part of the culture, which makes sense. I understand that because if I see somebody else doing it, I'd be like, who? who is, who does this guy think he is? First day on the job and feet on the table, that kind of a thing, you know? But I've totally been guilty of that. But I guess just oblivious to it because I don't think my intentions are malicious. So somehow I... I get a pass or something. Maybe I was giving myself a pass on it, or just not aware of my own actions, or or how other people would interpret these actions. Right. Anyway, the only reason I'm bringing this up and saying it was disheartening was there was almost this like adult. And again, I'm 28, and I've traveled the world at this point. So you would think like, oh, 28, you're an adult, and you've done all these things. Like you know, you kind of got it together. But I still didn't really have that realization, that heartbreaking moment where you realize like, oh, you can't just be yourself because people, you have to like put on this. Facade, and amazingly, actually, if anything, that's an ama- a testament to how amazing my life was that I only learned that lesson at twenty-eight. <laughs> you know, like most people learn that lesson when they're six, and you know something goes awry at school, and they're like, "Oh, can't do that anymore," or I'm uh, shamed, or I'm victimized, or I'm humiliated, or whatever. I only start piecing that together at twenty-eight. When I've already signed for the biggest wrestling company in the world. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, you can't just go up to someone and start pushing them and laughing and putting them in an arm bar. If you don't know them that well. Oh, (laughs) life lesson learned.
1: It's a good thing. I think that, uh, while it, you're saying like, brings the mood down. Like I, I, I feel like it's also, a good thing because it's almost like we're, we're learning how to respect other people's boundaries rather than assuming everyone has the same boundaries as us. And, and like I, like you said, I was the same exact way. And once I realized that, like, Oh, it's not that I necessarily can't be myself. It's that I have to respect how other people are because not everyone is like me. Right.
3: That's a great point. That's a great it reminds point. me
0: of a conversation that Woods and I had, I think, fairly recently where, where we talked about kind of how we were in grade school and Woods talked about how he's always trying to, like, you were trying to interact with the quiet kids and trying to get them involved and be friendly, um, but I think back to me being an introvert, being very quiet. I'm so much more outspoken than now, but at the time, I had a very small circle of people I talked to, and even then I wasn't that close, and my memories of school were people like you and Woods. It wasn't like, <laughs> oh, these, these guys are great, and they're really trying to be <laughs> it's it's no, I'm not in constant search or need for friendship and interaction. Some people just like being alone. So it's, it's all like I come from the other end of that spectrum where for me, like people like you guys are, are too much for me, at least at that point in my life. Right. Where I'm very quiet. And I'm not like I said, I'm not yearning to be connected with. I actually want to I want this time alone and to be with myself. So it's interesting, too. And my time with FCW and getting there was, again, coming from the other end of the spectrum where people if you keep to yourself, people often think, oh, you're arrogant or you don't want to get along. So I had to kind of learn to ramp it up where you guys had to. So it's kind
2: of like a meeting in the middle with personalities, which I think is interesting which is funny too, because like, you know, we talk about like, you know, one of us being at one end of the spectrum while the other one's at the other. I feel like me, I was right in the middle.
4: (laughs) I'm like, because if
2: somebody was like loud, you know, or like really friendly, I'm like, oh, you want to be friends? Cool. That's all right. But if I like needed or need to have time to myself, like that's Cool too. You know what I mean? Because I, I think because I was an only child up until I was seven or eight. You know what I mean? So like having that alone time was something that I got used to, not necessarily like crave. But then from seven, obviously until now, having siblings, you get used to having that like that that interaction. You know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah. funny listening to you guys on the opposite ends of the spectrum. I was like, oh, I am right in the middle, like exactly in the middle of this perspective. I feel <laughs> sure. like that's why
3: that's how people would describe describe kofi like no one yeah. he, he's so balanced and he's so really, you know what i mean he can man respect respect 100 it's, it's very
1: easy to like be turned off by someone's personality but then you meet kofu who is like the the perfect like even keel even tempered like he's not Double gonna blow like, up and get mad and like yell and scream he's not gonna be boo-boo face like i, but, I, but I he can you're i admire you I admire you.
3: I've seen Kofi <laughs> quiet who just wants to keep his headphones on and not be a part of anything or I've seen him leading the charge doing you know doing his thing like you know oh, when he plays sir. video games. Oh, not like this.
2: Sam <laughs> there's no, there's no th- need there's no need for this. <laughs> Mr. Guncho no- kicks in. Hey, so that's an alter ego, you
3: know what I mean? Mr. Yeah, 24/7 AK. I'm just saying that, 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 that range lives within you and you're you really live most of the time in the middle and you can kind of just in a healthy way, go to one end or the other. And I think healthy is the key word there, you healthy. know, when you're, if you're too far on one end or too far on the other, you know, like anything <laughs> uh, moderation and, you know, the old expression, but
0: anyway. Sammy, one of the things that you mentioned that I wanted to, like you mentioned probably 10 minutes ago at this point, but uh, to me, like the real essence, I think, in many ways, of what our business is, is life on the road, and it's the road trips, and it's the, and so many. When I think of wrestling stories, they're almost all in the car or some place we stopped or at the hotel, and I do miss that elements of our business, and I I hope we can get back to some of it at some point. But I I really wonder how the perception of what it means to be a professional wrestler, from like an inside perspective, will change when you know, we go to work once a week and we go home and it's not the same. We don't have a road life. I any, mean, not in the same way, at least.
3: Yeah. You're, are you, are you asking if you think the fraternal culture of wrestling is going to go by the wayside because of all this? Kind I think, of. I think that's, I think that's very fair. I think that's a yeah. fair uh, prediction of how all this stuff will affect us. And, you know, I, I was just saying this the other day, but I don't have kids uh, and certainly not kids who are in school. So I don't, I really wonder how that's going to affect them now as well. I mean, you've got Kofi, you've got, you know, Kai's in school and everything like that, but he's homeschooled, right?
2: Well, we homeschool, that's the thing. So, like, we're kind of in a different boat, you know, yeah. uh, where a lot of people uh, are. I guess like parents kind of got worried about being home with their kids for so long. And then on top of that too, like the way that we homeschool is different than the virtual curriculums that people, you know, that public schools have to do. So um, I don't know if I can give a fair assessment as far as like what most people are going through, but um, that we, we think about that all the time. Like even yeah. just human interaction now, like if, you know, people are wearing masks, like you you can't see the expressions on their faces. So how do you become like socially aware of like, how somebody's feeling, you know, like how does that affect somebody growing up? And and we're not going to know until our kids grow up and they're able to kind of really express like how it affected them and how, um, you know, how, how it was. So yeah, it's it's a very strange time where nobody really knows like what's going on and there is no like we don't have anything to compare this to this is really unprecedented yeah. when they say unprecedented times like it really is right
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Was that the roof, <laughs> r- r- roof raising again
2: I, yeah you know I, I'm still raising the roof from before the show we were talking about how we need to bring raising the roof back and we were agreeing on that but I was just not giving air quotes and simultaneously like raising yeah. the roof but I think that was leftover <laughs> roof raising from earlier in the show the roof does <laughs> need to be raised more I think we're all in agreement <laughs> about that I don't know you about know, that about
1: I'll go ahead and raise it one time. Come on, raise it. I'll go ahead and raise it. you, you on. on this
2: for Come on, yeah, I know you got high ceilings down. in the I'm mansion. Down. I know you got I'm high down. ceilings I'm in the mansion, but no, no, raise no, no, the, no, roof, I'm I'm the roof, bro. I'm on the roof. Come on, i so raise the
3: roof. For some <laughs> reason, <laughs> I can't do it stationary. I just hey, move you back and walk. I think
1: it's because you're used to Booker T doing it with the flames. Or Teddy Long, too. Teddy Long, oh, yeah. He'll hit an angle now on that roof raise. Does anybody in wrestling hit a... Raise the roof on, on on 2 feet or is it always 1 foot? I called it <laughs> ultimate warrior. <laughs> ultimate warrior oh,
3: kind of. Yeah. Uh, ultimate warrior. <gasps> yes. Okay, fair yes. call.
1: Wow. He was ahead of the game. Hello raise. Hello raise.
3: Oh, but you know what? He wasn't raising the roof. He was uh, he was he was simulating the gorilla press. I am going to lift him is what he was saying. Mm.
1: Right. With his so He's body. raising the person.
3: Yeah, raising the person. Oh, the raising, person. raising the
2: person. The person. <laughs> raising the person. What if the no, person's, name was, person? if the oh, person's yeah. name was Rufus? What if the person's name was Rufus? If the person's name was Rufus, is he raising the roof? Because I, don't I don't call ever Rufus roof for short.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't he know. did. I don't he think, did. think
2: he ever worked, worked you, you gotta look yeah. into it. Yeah. You gotta look into the history. You mean Jericho's Rufus, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was Ralphus. 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 Sorry. We should raise the Ralphus too. We should raise the Ralph. Raise the Ralph. If you can't raise the roof, raise the Ralph. Will you raise the okay. Ralph, E? I mean, you, if you won't raise the roof, will you raise the Ralph at least? Yeah. Come on. I mean. suppose I'll, I'll raise the Ralph. Thank you. Raise the Ralph.
1: Hashtag raise the Ralph, y'all. <laughs> don't hashtag that. Please
4: don't. Okay. Incessantly.
1: Okay. So this this kind of goes in line with raising the roof. We, we your shoulders for this. If you're comfortable talking about it, when you came out and you work Cena, and you do your thing on the stairs and you raise your arms up, and both your shoulders go out. No, one like, shoulder goes one out. One shoulder. Sorry. Sorry. One shoulder goes like, like, I've always thought, and we've talked about it like a little bit, like throughout your entire career, everything that you've done, I would imagine is in your head, like culminating up to like this moment, this match, this time that you get in the ring. Like what's going through your head as soon as that happens? Like, like, like how did you mentally get through that match?
3: Well, so the thing is, I I didn't really know what happened at the time because it happened so fast. I think it like popped out and popped in right away. So quick that I almost, there was almost some denial that did something just happen or was that, did, did it just pop? You know, was it just crack, a pop? I don't even know what that was, but it scared me a little bit. And so when my arm went down, it it was back in. Everything seemed fine. And if you watch the footage back, I'm kind of like moving it to see if it was in my head or not, and everything seems fine. Also, another fun, nothing to do with the shoulder, but another fun (laughs) fact about that is that it is my debut for, as far as I know, my debut against John Cena, the biggest star maybe ever. Uh, in my hometown and I'm getting this amazing hero's welcome and before the match I had put some Vicks VapoRub under my nose and it looks it coagulated on my mustache <laughs> and so it looks like in my big debut after all these years it looks like I have a booger right on my nose <laughs> So there's that that little tidbit. If you go, if you do go back and watch the footage, is what I'm saying, and you see what appears to be a booger, it's not. It's Vicks Babel. Mm-hmm. So I get in the ring, mm-hmm. and I'm telling either the ref or Bret Hart, who's not <laughs> looking at me, uh, say I think my shoulder just went out. But Bret's already somewhere else, you know? And I'm trying to tell Cena, I, th- I said, I think my shoulder popped, but he's from across the ring, so... At this point, I feel fine, but I don't don't know what just happened. We wrestle for about a minute or so. And then he gives me a back suplex. And when he gives me the back suplex, that's when it's out and it's not going back in. And so I'm trying to roll to the apron and I my arm is just dead. So I can't even roll. And I think when I'm finally, when I finally do roll, it goes back in place. So then the doctor gets in the ring and he goes, uh, okay. I'm like, can you pop it back in? And he goes, well, is it out or is it in? I said, what?
4: <laughs> you to <tell> me.
3: <laughs> I don't know. You have to tell me. Is it out or is it in? I have no idea. But he's like, can you move it? And I'm moving it. And uh, I said, okay, just, uh, I'm going to keep going. Just stand by. And then we went on to have, I don't know, like maybe 15 minutes and it was really good and great. So it was just such a, Turbulent night, emotionally, just such highs and lows, and what a what a ah, the journey of life, man. <laughs> you know, like it had it all. What an all-encompassing night—the highs and the lows—just kind of amazing when you think back on it now.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house, everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to all states, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.
1: It's wild because everybody obviously comes in in so many different ways. And to see. I, I didn't uh, have that
3: Woods debut. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you better thank the heavens for that. You better thank the heavens Which for
3: that. Which I have said on record, in my opinion the worst debut in pro wrestling <laughs> That's gotta be worse. I mean, it was, it was up there. I'd actually like to do some research
0: and find, I think if, if someone wants to make like a bottom 10, like worst bottom debuts bottom of bottom all time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's well, just because like, I just, so like in TNA, I came in, I came in as our truths black friend. Yep. And then in WWE, he goes, "Hey!" And here's 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 Xavier Woods. I'm like, wait, who? I'm like, oh, wait, you're you're re the same exact
3: way. <laughs> no, but you're you're missing one of the most amazing things is that you weren't acknowledged until you were in the ring. That's so true, if you're a viewer oh, at true. home, you're watching <laughs> our trees come out, and you're like, who? Who is this other person? <laughs> Why is this man walking with over truth? I don't even know who he is. Oh, and then he starts talking, and it's not even the first thing he says, if my no. memory is correct. <laughs> no. He starts launching into something else. He goes, Oh my goodness, I almost forgot. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> this guy right here, you might be wondering. <laughs> Who's this guy? And why yeah. is he with me? It's my friend, Xavier Woods. Cool. <laughs> it, was just, it was incredible. <laughs> so, like, you know, when you think of the worst debuts of all time, I know the instinct is to maybe jump at like a shock master or something like that because it's so catastrophic, but but it's so catastrophically hilarious that it's become legendary. True. Right. Woods. <laughs> Isn't <even a>
1: toy.
3: <laughs> I mean, Woods is just so Forgettable that it's yeah.
4: not 100%,
3: <laughs> thank no, god you turned it into the career that you did. But that's again a testament to you and a credit to you and your ability. Because you, my god, talk about trying to <laughs> dig yourself out of a hole! Wow, wow. and if it, if it helps,
1: I've since I've been on the main roster, I've never once had my own theme music. That's right, seriously, never right. solo.
2: Whoa. No, Solo and Brunis'
1: music. Oh, so
2: man. I didn't realize
1: that. Yeah,
2: I've never oh, had gotta, my own theme music. We gotta like yeah, sing no, you a song. No. Right? So maybe maybe like when we come out next time, we tell them to hush our music down <laughs> and then we we'll just, just so sing we a special song. <laughs> and if they won't make one, we'll just sing you a song, man. Just sing Something like, like that, can. yeah. We just have you walked on the ramp. There's, some, there's something to this. This could be something. We'll sing you out. Yeah. We'll sing you out. Or a trombone solo, maybe something like, I don't know. We yeah. to figure you know, something you, you, you gotta be able to like, you can't play yourself out. You know what I mean? Well, like yeah. because, I don't know. It just That's feels like cool. it should be about you, like the 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 adoration. You should be standing there while everyone is, you yeah. shouldn't be doing the work. It should, nah, be nah, I, I, I should be about you for a while. It should be about you. I stayed doing work. No, We'll no, get you I the say, rain, you know Pyro. What? No, we got to make this happen. This nah, is nah. You
1: know, at, at this point, I, I've shown that you don't need it to, to, to get over. That's no, you it. don't. <laughs> yeah. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Wow. Well, if you want to give it to me, I'll take it, though.
3: What a career you have had and never had your own music. That's unprecedented. <laughs> Again. Speaking, well, of, speaking, of,
2: speaking of wanting to get over, Sam, I, 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 this actually just came to my head. Okay, because uh, you used to have a, uh, a T-shirt back in the day. And it was you on the t-shirt. Oh my God. And it said, the underdog from the underground. Now, if you take the first letters of that, it makes you the UFTU. (laughs) U-F-T-U. And I always said, if you were to come out and just make your arms into a, a you looking up at the sky, and everybody in the crowd do the same thing because you stands for underground, underdog from the underground. And you are the ooftu, and you come out. Now people are making signs about it. You're cutting promos talking about ooftu. If anybody can get the get the acronym over, it's you, you know? And now people are coming out. Oof too and you come out and you throw that you up and you can you imagine a whole crowd just standing up and doing this, but you never you never embrace that. You know, and I feel like it would have made you a lot of money, you know, uh, maybe you don't maybe you don't like money. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like, wasn't there a dance too? I feel like there's gonna crab It's like a we were doing dance. U- oh, U- you do the you, and you stomp your foot into the ground, and you just let it, the, <laughs> let it reverberate through your body, known as oof, and you're looking up into the crowd. You're not, you're not, you're not acknowledging anybody My in the crowd, you're looking like up to the, the heavens, back of the head. eyes roll yeah. as <laughs> far back <laughs> as they <laughs> can roll up. A man possessed. And everybody is looking up into the heavens and the you, and they're throwing it, they're, they're you know, everyone's throwing it up. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? What could have been? And Sammy, I'll tell you right now, though, bro, <laughs> it's not too late. Okay, it's never too late. I know you've you know you've fallen into your uh, your your character, and it's coming along swimmingly. You've done your thing, you've established yourself, but it is never too late to throw up that you. Just think about it, man. If you, you know, <laughs> if you want money and you like money,
3: okay. <laughs> now, for for you people who are hearing this at home oh, bang. in your headphones or watching this online or whatever, imagine this rant that you just got. Every day, <laughs> every time you came back from a match, coming back and looking over to Kofi, perhaps for approval from this locker room leader, like, Did I do good, sir? And instead, <laughs> he just shakes his head, disappointed that he didn't throw up the you. And up. The, Damn it, tonight was another chance wasted, and I don't know how I'm going to get through to you. And yeah. it was a, a good two years of this. That's it. You know, I mean, you know, good match with John Cena and everything,
2: but that that you, you know, <laughs> if you would have just. If you would have just thrown up the you, it would have meant so much more. You know, like back in the day, like the veterans would get mad when you wouldn't listen to their advice, you know. Yeah. So luckily yeah. this wasn't like yeah. a yeah, decade prior. Yeah, you yes, know, yes. So so like, like, well, I might have I, yeah. I might have pooped, yeah. pooped in your back. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it was back then, I might have pooped in your back. <laughs> But luckily, we we've moved beyond that. Know, so imagine glad. that! Just imagine He's that! What do you doing? I'm taking a dump
1: in Sammy's bag. He won't throw it to you again. Oh, get, get him! You got to! You got to now.
3: Let me, you know, of <laughs> fact, let me get some. Let I me, mean, let me get this. You told him to throw up to you and do the dance, and he didn't do he it? it. Three nights <laughs> in a row. Three nights in a row. Yeah, <laughs> try it on the house show. Do it at TV. Come on, hey, you know. Man, don't you guys miss house shows a little bit? Oh, God, I miss house shows. Yeah,
2: man. It's true. Man,
3: so much fun.
2: It is, man.
1: Oh. Strange. That was where I feel like you did some of your best work, is house shows and European tours. When I say best work, I mean backstage (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Getting the boys riled up because you are a man. And my I'm
3: entering great. career is a footnote now. Yeah, I don't care the real legacy, the real yeah. work is popping the boys. Well, is that you live for the pop. And, and one day,
0: the you will die by the pop, We always said it. Cause of death, of the, the pop, The pop. It'll be on your own, <laughs> bitch. Yep.
1: We're going to be at mania's Mania 60, and we're going to be old. Hey, what's going on, guys? And Sammy's like, hey, watch, want to see me climb this ladder one more time, boys? <laughs> no, Sammy, don't do it. You're too old. No, check it out. There's tables everywhere. I'll take a pop. One more time. Come on, hi. And then he's looking for the pop. Late. While he's laying there, we're going to get real close to his
2: ear, and he's going to say, Did the boys. Pop for me. <laughs> <laughs> one last time. This one last time. <laughs> Those are his last words. That's his <laughs> last words. What can I, can I, can I help you? Can I help you feel better? Just come closer. <laughs> oh, uh, closer. Just one more pop. So for the boss, on the Ramster, and you pop one time for the Ramster. <laughs> so, when we,
3: when we made this joke, you guys have had this joke about dying for the pot. I always envisioned me on my deathbed, and for some reason, I'm surrounded by you guys. Yes, death you know, yes, thoughts. we for you. We all have white hair. It's just old. Us. Can you just give me one more pop? Just <laughs> one more pop <laughs> it's like Big Fish. Have you ever seen that movie? No. A long, long time ago. Yeah. So sad. But, uh, that that scene will get you basically. Ah, now I'm not even gonna launch into it, but it reminded me of Big Fish, where he, he tells this one last extravagant story on his deathbed or whatever. Now I feel like that's me, but <laughs> it's not my son, it's you guys. <laughs> surrounding me on my deathbed, giving me a big <laughs> pop, just so I can go <laughs> in peace.
0: Just gonna show sure like your wife good. and family will love <laughs> hearing this. Just the boys.
2: Just the boys. Clear out. I want the boys. The boys only. (laughs) I've given you enough of my life already.
1: Give me my content, the boys.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh my god! Sam, I miss you. I miss (laughs) you, Sam.
0: I'm we're going to pop hard as hell for you dude I don't know if you want to be an agent or whatnot. And it's not even like for the matches or structure. I just, we just need you around when you're old and great. Just, just pop in the boys, please. Just pop in you. The boys. And I'm not saying it has to be a, a daily thing, but <laughs> once <months> a <of> month, <laughs> just come in
3: and pop in yeah. I mean, you know, Arn, Arn was still around as a producer for a long time, still popping the boys. Oh my God. Yeah, and that yes. wasn't, that wasn't, and that, but, but Arn was different because I don't think he was trying to pop the no. boys. He was just so entertaining <laughs> as happen. a person. that Everybody just loved being around him hearing him talk and, and then yep. we would all impersonate him and whatever. Yeah. His primary function was to help put matches together. But I feel with me, that's that's <laughs> that's an aside. Right. In fact, we don't even really want you contributing to the work or the product. Uh-huh. Just hang out, and if someone looks like they're down, just put them in an arm bar and just. What we need, get over there, man. Arn was strange
0: conversation. I miss that about Arn, and we need you to fill that role. But uh, this is random. But uh, Celeste just to pop me from time to time would send me a picture. She took a picture of Arn shirtless ironing his shirt once, and he doesn't seem to have any idea that his picture is being taken. And just pop me so much. Just why did you take this? Why do you have this? <laughs> this is like five, six years later. Why is this still a thing? And that's what we need. That's what's the kind of morale we need. Mm-hmm, and, we and I think Arn would pass the torch to you. I think yeah, it's only fitting. You, you, you clearly have some more years left, obviously, doing your thing in the ring. But uh, after that, just hurry up, finish that up real quick. Yeah, get, or, yeah.
2: get back, get back yeah, to just Get, the get voice.
3: through it. Get through it. You know? I don't you know because you guys particularly enjoy this, but I, I would assume there's a good segment of the <laughs> <movie. laughs> I <laughs> 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 it's just us.
4: Yeah, it's just yeah. us. Yeah.
3: So, so anybody, people to, listening to this pull. podcast are gonna think, "My God, Sammy is so beloved backstage, and <laughs> he is just—he is the funniest guy, and they love having him around." I think it's just these guys. I think It's just us. Just yeah. just so, us.
1: so do, is it is the consensus we need to pull our money together and get Sammy on
0: retainer? a month I feel <laughs> down. Well, Jamie Noble told me. So, Jamie's a producer backstage. I uh, love Jamie. But he told me when I, so Jamie was around when I saw Sammy for the first time when he came back, got up, gave him a big old hug excitedly. And Jamie told me that he had the opposite reaction. He said, as soon as he saw Sammy, he, he
3: like walked away <laughs> to avoid I hadn't seen Jamie, okay? I hadn't seen Jamie Noble. <laughs> I, uh, I hadn't seen him in five months, nor had I really communicated with almost anybody in the company in that time. Yeah. I'm walking in the hallway and I see Jamie and he, he actually walked around as if imagine I had like a radius around me and he walked a, around my radius around my aura, not just around me around any, any, any <laughs> electrons or <laughs> protans like <laughs> he wanted nothing to do with my immediate rate. He walked around and he said these words. Oh I actually didn't say these words because I'm paraphrasing, but he said something along the lines of like, oh, stay away from me. You've got enough heat. I haven't here. Five I haven't said a word. I haven't, I haven't done anything. I come back and I'm immediately, like so nuclear that he needs to walk around me. I'm saying, what, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Oh,
0: uh, yeah,
3: it, <laughs> might it might just be us. Might just it just be us. it yeah. might be us. might be us.
1: And at least you know yeah. if we're if we're there, you got three people to pop
3: it. Whatever you That's say. That's right. <laughs> You know, I really, I think about it and there's almost no one that I really dislike. The locker room's great these days. It's I really enjoy it. great. It's, really it's a great vibe. Yeah. 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 And I, I, you know, you are just talking about like in 10 years ago, how I would have had poop in my bag because I didn't <laughs> throw up the U. That's right. I didn't do the oof character as I was yeah. ordered by the locker room veteran. And, you uh, know, yeah, I'd, I'd have been up in I'm there. So- yeah, I'm so glad those days are gone. I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Kofi, again, Kofi is incredible because he's so one of us, but he's also like a relic in a way because he experienced that mm-hmm. last generation. You know what I mean? Hold <laughs> yeah, like, on, like, <laughs> yeah, Sam. Yeah, we're going to finish. We're you're, you're, you're one of the few people in the locker room that did both, that's that's experienced this locker room and experienced the locker room in what? Was it 07, 06?
2: 03? I
3: am <laughs> so, not. I'm not truth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, know what I, I, <laughs> the locker room, even in uh, even when I got here and or started doing shows on the road in 13 2013, it was night and day versus what it is. Yeah. So yeah. let alone 08. I mean, it's still the the characters and the the culture was completely different so yeah. you've really seen that whole 180
2: yeah you, you saved it you saved it you know I was going to go on a target <laughs> about you uh using <laughs> comparing me to a relic and you know relics being ancient and, and old and stuff of, you know of that nature but yeah you're right man you're right
3: It wasn't the right word it wasn't, no, it, wasn't. It, wasn't. it
2: wasn't it wasn't I loved it, it. was very no, no, it wasn't it wasn't I'd it I like I to before Kofi goes in this i like
1: like uh, you were disrespecting him saying relic and you said you're not our truth and like that's Kofi wow oh I gotta pass it
2: great point great point oh, wow. no no but truth tru- that, 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 truth has embraced that truth has been around since the beginning of time. Truth <laughs> was one of the, uh, I think he was in the first wrestling match ever. You know, he's like a vampire. He has an age. And look, he's embraced that. I mean, everybody, everybody knows that, you
3: know. We, everyone wants to find out the secret to the fountain of youth that is truth. He looks the exact same. I'm picturing like George Hackenschmidt versus <laughs> R. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. versus yeah. R-Truth. Wow, the match Same
2: outfit, everything. He was ahead of his time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. outfit. It's, it's just, like the 20s. Truth come out. Get rowdy. Move something like, moves <laughs> to take, like what? get rowdy. Well, hold. Excuse oh, me, sir. Excuse so me. So there,
0: there's a variety of reasons on I wouldn't here. work in this place. <laughs> yes. um, we're gonna have to,
4: we're gonna have to <laughs> dance around the audience. Yeah. Like
1: yes. I say, here. it's like, okay. <laughs> moving on, moving on. oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Kof, you were talking this morning, uh, a thing that we had to do, we were talking about how you don't eat meat anymore.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah. We were talking about, uh, you know, not eating meat. And mm. uh, I, I look to Sam. So I feel like there's like a, a group of us. Right. There's like a small like niche group, especially we were talking about going to Europe. You know, we'll be in the oh, airport definitely. and then we'll be conversing with each other <laughs> and being like, oh, hey, uh, you find any vegan spots or any uh, like meat free spots. So we just kind of like get into a circle. You know, we figure out like where the good spots are. Then we fan off. Everyone gets their information. Then we're all like texting with each other. So I appreciate the, uh, that, you know, that, that kinship that we have, because people don't understand, like, it's really easy just to be able to go out and eat whatever it is that you want to eat. You know, you want to go to McDonald's and get yourself some fries and, you know, whatever it is and, and, and bacon and all that stuff. You can do that. You can do that. Yeah,
3: but, yeah. you know, like for us, we got to work, we're on a different work level. for our meal. Yeah. We got to work. Yeah, we have, to su- we have to suffer. We have, we to, have to suffer. suffer. Yeah, yeah. And earn, yeah, and earn our meal.
2: You know what I'm yeah, saying? People yeah, don't understand. Yeah. It's like back in the days of like you know like hunting and gathering. You had to go what? out there. You had to go out there and work for your meal. You had to go out there and work for your meal. Don't you dare so compare us. yourself to a hunter gatherer. We got to go out and we got to scout. A leaf. We got to scout. Sometimes we'll go into catering. We can't eat anything because they put dairy into all the sauces. They put uh, uh, fish oil on all the pasta. Why? You know they put. Uh, uh, beef curds, I, I, they just decorate, they put meat on everything. So now we got Sam Zane trying to order special meals. He ordered yeah. us a real good chickpea sauce. some kind that. of delicacy. Curry, of course. Yeah. How can I forget? When you work hard for a meal, you remember your meals. I bet these guys don't even remember what they ate this morning.
0: That's very bougie I, I still of you compare I yourself. I eating this burrito and I'm still eating it. Thank you. That's very bougie of yourself I'm to compare saying. yourself to a hunter-gatherer. How <laughs> dare you? It's very when you can, <laughs> When you know you can go to catering and just ask for a vegan meal, yeah. you know you can. Uh, come and on. And they Before make you a, a separate meal. That's very bougie of you.
3: Before we talk about the, 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 the vegan meals in, in catering, I just want to say to the people who are listening to this on audio who didn't see the video of this. As Kofi was talking about the veganism, the look on Biggie's face I can only describe as incredulous. Uh, (laughs) But then, when Kofi compared himself to ancient hunter gatherers, that is when he couldn't take it anymore. It was too much, and he 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 burst, lunged forward at the screen, and said, "What?" That was his line. That was his line. I support you, people, and your lifestyles.
0: hold on a damn minute and And it's something that i've even considered myself but how dare you to to compare yourself to human beings who had to go out into the world and didn't know if they were coming back to their families what if we don't
2: what if we don't get the meal what if we don't what if we don't find a meal thank god we found a meal every time but we could very easily
3: not find one this goes back a little bit to to earlier uh having a loud personality So I never went around telling the whole locker room, like, hey, you know, you should stop eating meat because I stopped eating meat and being vegan, vegan. I don't push vegan propaganda, but somehow everybody knows I'm vegan. Now, how does that happen? What do you mean somehow? (laughs) (laughs) One of the ways is on these European tours, you know, I'm saying, oh, there's nothing for me to eat. And I'm uh, vocal about it. And then we get to catering. And as Kofi said, you know, Kofi, God bless him. Not one to, to 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 not one to 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 raise a stir. Okay, if there's not a lot of options, I'll, okay, I'll just make himself a salad, and that's fine. I'll make do. I have it in my head where this is an injustice. This is this is <laughs> why just because I have this dietary choice. Should I not be allowed to have hot food like everybody else? That's not right. So I go and I'm, I'm negotiating with the, the hotel staff and I'm saying, hey, uh, is there any options? There aren't you got anything in the back and. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, I'm meeting with the, the executive chef. And uh, what do you like? Oh, I don't know. Hey, Kofi, what do you, what do you like? And they're, they're, Brian, what do you like? And, and they'll make us these special meals on these tours for the vegan little club which is maybe four or five of us uh and then you know i have noticed the meat eaters will glance over mm-hmm. with a tinge of jealousy they sure do. we're getting this this and he, I, I don't know yeah they do you know you, you feel it, it. you know you what i'm talking it. about yeah because <laughs> they all of a sudden we went from not even having <laughs> hot food to all of a sudden gourmet plates right. whipped up just for us and they go wait a minute why am i eating this pasta you know, and then this this uh, people always complain about the chicken breast, this salt and pepper chicken mm, breast. Right. And you're there having some gourmet, you know, chana masala or whatever. Ah chana masala, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, you guys have a little club,
0: too, and everybody wants to be part of a little club, You're Right. <laughs> well, it's I think it's more club envy than anything, honestly. Uh, yes,
3: <laughs> yes, you see, you want to be part of the club. Yeah. You want to be part of the pop. Yeah, a little bit. You're me, man. You're me. You're just oh, don't path. say that. Yes, yes. Say that. We're the same. We are the same. Take it back. We're all the same. We all just want to be loved and, and love and be loved and be part of a little club and all be friends. You know, and come on over. The water's fine over here. Water's fine. Over we'll here. We'll I was so us happy. Bruise? I was so happy when because uh, I know it was a very gradual process for Kofi. Cut out red meat for the longest time, and then eventually was fit for, you never really ate fish, right? Or uh, I, I ate fish and chicken, and I cut out
2: dairy, and then I cut out fish and chicken last June. So yeah, yeah, over a year, crazy. Yeah,
3: I'm thrilled to get a new club member for the fun, for the for, 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 for the text messages, and for what you said. This little like, oh, did you find this? Oh, you got to go here! Yay! You got laughter. Oh, laughter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <everything
2: else.
3: laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah wooed me. He wooed me. Yeah, I love fun. I love. Fun, God help me, it's gonna kill me one day. day. (laughs) We'll be there for you, we'll be there for you. Oh my god, and when I'm on my deathbed, I know I can, I know we'll be looking back at
1: me. (laughs) I just know it's gonna be one of us because we got our like our little text group, and one of us will send a text, Hey guys, it's it's, it's about time, yeah, wait for what, for what, Sam, man, we gotta. We gotta go to him. He needs us. Just yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: the vocal cords ready.
3: We okay. get how they all have this like childhood trauma and then they all meet from different yeah. corners of the country yeah. Yeah. and we yeah. yeah. convene. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be my mind, my, my impending death will be the thing that brings you back all from all the different corners of the country.
0: First of all, there's no way that I outlive you. That's not happening. <laughs> so I mean I hate to tell you. Maybe what I'll send you uh... you
3: never know. Why, why why? What kind of crazy thing is that to say?
0: i don't know you got i got this enlarged heart too i assume it's enlarged i don't even know Probably big.
3: <laughs> you can't just throw these things out and I, I, well i assume i have a medical condition that will cause me to die young i don't know i'm just sure probably look at me i mean you're vegan you eat clean uh yeah you, so you, know, you get hit by a bus tomorrow and you and that big old heart—that's <laughs> <laughs> the heart I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so much love, so much love. love. But with right? love. Do you have any inkling? Have you been given any inkling by any medical professional that there's any sort of issue?
0: Uh, The only thing is uh, no one will care about this minutia, but I heard actually learned from the doctor. So we do these uh, EKGs. We get physicals every year. Uh, And uh, so actually I was told that all the years of exertion from like working out thickens the walls of your heart. So despite losing a lot of weight, uh, doing more cardio, eating eating very clean lately, uh, I have a thicker heart wall because I've been working out. I started working out seriously when I was 12, but even before then, probably when I was like nine or 10, I would like work out with sand weights. So I've been, I've been exerting for a very long time. (laughs) Your boy loves to exert. exert. I do love to exert. Y'all know that about me. That's what the E stands for. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I can't quit. (laughs) I can't quit it. I can't give it up. (laughs) 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 Not to. This is going to make me sound very stupid, but these thick heart walls, not a good thing.
0: Well, it's not a good thing. No, you don't. You don't want. You don't want this. You don't you want to live like this. The only thing you right. don't want thick on the bottom. The only thing, right, right, right.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: So that's that's. I, don't, I was told it's not a massive worry, but something to keep an eye on. So.
3: And yes, they blamed sir. it on exertion.
0: Yeah. All the the years. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, talking about big hearts. Uh, I want to talk about the fact that Sammy, you do have a big heart as well. Because you have created SAMI for Syria, and so could you use the last couple of minutes that we have with you to just give everybody knowledge about that that might not know about it?
3: i thank you for bringing that up. Uh, I'm always looking to raise awareness and to drive people towards it. Uh, it's basically uh, something I started in 2017, where I partnered with a, a medical organization called SAMs, which is the Syrian American Medical Society, and basically uh, to make a long story short, we basically raise all this money to start a mobile clinic, which basically brings medical care directly to people who are living in refugee camps or been displaced from their homes, or who just don't have access to health care, for whatever reasons, because they're living in dire conditions. So it delivers medical uh, assistance directly to them. And for all the, I don't know complaining or whatever I'll do about social media and the ills of social media. It's it's really a tool and it's all in how you use it. And uh, I will say the amazing thing about social media is all this money we've raised, all this, the ability to bring potentially life-saving care to people in a different part of the world, in a different country altogether, one that's war-torn, and to be able to do it just by getting together on the internet, on social media, and coming together and getting using our our collective funds and our collective will to do something good. It really uh, was a a wonderful thing. It's still going on right now. You can go to SammyForsyria.com and just donate money. And the money that you donate directly goes to launching this clinic and to providing uh, medications and keeping it well-stocked and paying the staff to, to continue this, this effort. Um, So thank you for asking me about it because I, I'm always trying to get people to donate and, You know, because you can actually see the results of it. And that's another thing I really like, you know, and I'm not taking away from any other philanthropy, but the bigger scale you get, like when an organization like the Red Cross or something like that, I think part of what dissuades people sometimes from donating is it's such a large organization that you don't really know where your money's going. But in this case, any money you donate, you can actually physically see the results. You can see the results in this clinic. You can see the results in the number of patients that are being treated, et cetera. So it was a wonderful experience. It's still going on right now. You can always donate. Thank you very much for asking me about it. And it really opened my eyes to what we're able to do when we come together uh, with collective will.
1: Like you said, as as gross and disgusting as social media can be sometimes, like yeah. when you see someone using it for something that's such a good cause and you can actually see that cause uh, affecting people's lives in such a positive way, it's it's nice to see you using this platform to do something that you're not only passionate about, but is actually helping people. And it helps like, you know, Restore, for lack of a better term, restore some faith in humanity. You know, because I feel like yeah. those are far and in, in, in between sometimes, especially in in twenty twenty. You know, so so thank you.
3: Yeah, no, no, no. And I, I, this is just something I want to touch on real quick. And and you guys are doing it. And even the, the 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 very fact that your tagline or whatever is like the power of positivity. It's not nothing you know, it's not nothing. And I I think like, look, you don't, not everyone's going to be an activist. Not everyone's going to take to the streets. Not everyone's going to get involved to different levels, but we create the culture. You know what I mean? And and especially you guys and me and everybody else who has any kind of platform, it's like, what are you doing with that? There's a responsibility there. That old Spider-Man line, right? Like great power comes great responsibility to expand on that. I would also say the greater the power, the greater the responsibility. And sometimes responsibility isn't necessarily just shell out big money and give away all your stuff and live like a hermit. I'm not even saying that I'm saying when you have a platform, you're in a position to help cultivate the culture. You can, you can create a culture. You can help say, you know, what's being, you know, what's cool being compassionate, being grateful. Like, and people will go like, yeah, I listen to that person and I agree with that person versus creating a culture of, I don't know, 2020. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we, we are in a position to, guide the culture into a way that's healthier. And I think that you guys are doing it. You guys, and, and, and again, I'm not just talking about through philanthropy, but just with your attitudes and what you bring to people. You're, you're exporting goodness. You're creating and, and, dis, and disseminating positivity and I know that sounds silly because that's like a tagline, like New Day, Power Positivity but you guys are doing that <laughs> <laughs> you really are <laughs> it's
1: not just a gimmick
3: yeah, you guys are legitimately doing that and so I respect that and I think that's why there's, that's part of why there's this kinship between you guys and myself uh, and that's one of the reasons I think we, we click and why you guys are the only three people in the locker room that like me <laughs> <laughs>
2: on on that note that's
1: all the time we got with you Sammy thank you so much for for being with us where can they catch you on social media where can they follow
3: you yeah Twitter just at Sammy Zane Instagram Sammy Zane and you can go to Sammy if you want to look into anything a little bigger than just uh, wrestling There we
1: go. There we go. And you know you want to. You love listening to this man. You hear about all his fantastic backstage exploits and how much the entire locker room (laughs) loves him. Everybody. Everybody loves Sam.
0: Thank you guys. Everybody loves Sam. Appreciate you, Sam.
1: Yeah, we, didn't really we, didn't
3: even, we didn't even get into Sam Zane. I know so much. I want to
0: talk about your uh, Dominicans fit, the Seinfeld-inspired Dominicans <laughs> mm-hmm. outfit, too. Mm-hmm. We need to bring you back for a part two. <laughs> part, two, yeah. part two. That was honestly a ton of fun. Sincerely, thank you for yeah. doing it, man. Thanks, Thanks uh, Appreciate thank you, man. You, man. Good thank talking to you, so you guys all together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I can't wait. It's it's good to see you. you. all
3: yeah. back in the locker room.
0: I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just to feed you my arm just so you can to I know you want to.
1: When I saw him last week, I immediately put him in an arm bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we know y'all enjoyed this episode, so please make sure your friends take a listen as well. And if you're talking about it on socials, use hashtag NewDayPod. Make sure you're following us on our Instagram, our Twitters. I at Xavier Woods PhD on Instagram at Twitter, or excuse me, Instagram and Twitter. And you can catch him on YouTube at Up Up Down Down.
2: I am Kofi Kingston. You can catch me on the Instagram at the True Kofi. You can catch me on the Twitter at True
0: Kofi. I uh, am at WWE Biggie on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, make sure to cop the New Day Podcast shirt on WWE Shop. Uh, you can also cop our charity t-shirt. All the proceeds go to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund. Uh, and that is my pin tweet. And it's also in my Instagram bio. Oh, also make sure to watch Laser Wolf. Uh, Laser Wolf is on HBO Max right now. Laser Wolf season two is coming this fall. Uh, very soon. And uh, yes, that is, I think I'm out of plugs for now. If you, if you get another one, you can throw it in one more from me. Uh, the up,
1: up, down, down shop just recently opened. Mm. Very excited. Uh, we've been selling shirts like crazy. Go to UuddShop.com. It is a separate entity. We run it. We design the shirts. We do all the stuff. So come through for your boy. As for this podcast, tell your friends to go listen to it. Tell them to subscribe wherever they listen to their podcast. Just hit that search bar, type in the new day, Click the pink picture, the three black guys' faces on it, or just go to Google and type in New Day Podcast. You'll find it there on the first page. If you use an Apple, uh, make sure you give us that five-star review because it helps your boys out with those algorithms.
0: How many stars? Five. Thank you, thank you. That's all I need, that's all your boy needs Wow. you You're welcome, I'm maturing in in my young age. Thank you, no, you're getting old too. You're old.